Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Hello and welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm your host, Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about who your first marketing hire should be. So Neil and I were talking about this beforehand and there's different variables right if you're funded or if you're literally just starting out and this is your your first hire is maybe your also your first marketing hire well let's just talk about that first so literally if you're first starting out you don't have anybody on a team and you need marketing support i would recommend hiring an executive assistant and that doesn't seem like a marketing hire but an executive assistant initially this is a person that can eventually transition into operational role and this is a person that can take on a lot of different tasks and you know, kind of wear a lot of different hats. And that's who you really need, especially when you're starting out. So we'll definitely recommend that somebody perhaps that has a couple of years being a, you know, experience uh, being an executive assistant can get the job done, can learn very quickly and is willing to, you know, tackle tasks with a positive attitude. And I'm going to let Eric give uh, more general answers. I'm going to give uh, specific answers if you already have someone who understands marketing within your organization, right? I'll start off with that. So with me, when I hire, I already know quite a bit of marketing. A lot of the startups that I deal with, someone on the team already knows somewhat about marketing. They don't know everything, but they understand enough. So what I would do in that case is hire someone who compliments you. Go find the person who's scrappy, as Eric's mentioned about, can just learn, pick up stuff, get a lot of things done, but more so knows a specialty that you don't know. For example, I'm really strong on organic I can do paid well, but I'm not the best at paid. So I'll go find someone who can do paid advertising better than me so that way they compliment, right? You don't want to keep hiring someone who has the same skill sets that you have. Even if you don't have time, it's almost useless. You always want to hire people who are smarter than you. Last thing you want to be doing is hiring someone, paying them a good amount of money and teaching them what to do. You want people who are self-sufficient, can figure things out on their own, and they know something better than you. One of the biggest mistakes I see happening oftentimes, and I see this over and over, you know, people that try to hire, they say, oh, you know, we're ready to hire our first marketing person. It's going to be, you know, our, it's, it, this is this person coming from a big company. This is like a former VP of marketing. And that's not the type of person you want to hire because here's the thing. If it's a big VP of marketing coming in and you don't have much infrastructure to begin with, that person is, is, is set up to fail because the VP from a big company is used to a couple things, right? First of all, they're used to very big salaries. It could be anywhere from 150 grand up to 300 grand or sometimes even more than that. So, okay, you're going to eat a lot of costs there. Number two, they're very used to having a team support them as well. Number three, because they've, they've been at that VP level and they've been part of a big company, their job is more managerial, uh, hiring, and they can't dig into the weeds and actually start executing. And that's, that's huge. You need the execution portion and you need somebody that can eventually learn to maybe even become a manager as well. You know, you want that quote unquote person that can 
evolve into becoming a quote unquote growth hacker, right? That's the type of person you want initially, the person that can execute and the person that's very smart uh, that, that can transition into a, a more senior level uh, if need be. So that's one of the biggest mistakes that can cause a company to fail. Try to hire Mr. or Mrs. Big Company and you know they come in, you waste a couple of months of time, you waste a lot of money, a lot of effort, and then you're pulling your hair out because you're wondering why you aren't getting more customers. The other thing too is when you're hiring, I don't care who you hire for what position in marketing, most important thing you need to do is when you interview them, ask them what they would do differently. If they give you bullshit responses like, I would change the logo, I would do this to the website to make it more pretty, your branding has to be positioned this way, you're making the first hire. You think those things really are going to have an impact on your business? No, you're not a Coca-Cola. You're a startup, right? You're starting off. You want to hire someone who's really tactical. The changes they should be giving you is not, hey, I would just start a blog and write more blog content. It should be like, oh, you need more leads. Your ideal type of customer are e-commerce ones. Here are the five type of posts that I would write because I can see how these are really technical and someone may hire you off of that. Or if you're selling a product, I would be like, oh, I would write content on, um, let's say if you're selling a backpack. 10 ways to be fashionable in New York City, I don't know, during the fall and then breaking down like how you can have a backpack and how you can wear it or whatever. I know that's a terrible example, but I don't know fashion well. The point I'm trying to make is whoever you hire, they need to give you actionable tactics that you can take even if you choose not to hire them and implement them. I'm not saying screw over the person that you're interviewing. I'm just saying that if they give you that, you're not going to want to screw them over. You're going to want to hire them and work with them because you don't have the time or energy to implement the stuff yourself, right? You need to hire people to do that. Your job as a founder, the CEO, is to hire people who are smarter than you and make sure that they can execute on those strategies, those tactics. So you better be sure that that person can give you actionable tactics that'll grow your business. If they can't give you five or 10 or rattle a ton off, then they're going to struggle to keep coming up with them. If they struggle to give you five, and after they do those five and none of them work, then they're going to have to go back to a drawing board. They need to be able to rattle off ideas really fast because most of them won't work. And that's okay. Even if you get ideas from me, most of them won't work, but a few will. So you want someone who can continue to give you more and more ideas. My thing is, you know, it's very hard to find great marketers. You know, people talk about, oh, it's very hard to find great developers. It's very hard to find great designers. My thing is, it's actually harder to find great marketers because a lot of them know how to BS and talk uh, really well. So I really like putting people through uh, a trial, right? You might pay them for their time um, or you should pay them for their time on a specific project, see how they run with you. Uh, maybe it's for a week, two weeks or so, and you see how they communicate with you, see how they work with you in general. Do you feel good about them after two weeks? Pay them for that time, and then if it doesn't work out, well, then you can cut your losses there. But you know, running them through the trial is really good. I think asking questions to asking what they would do, having them craft a 90-day plan um, initially, that would be something that's very strong too. But if you're looking for areas to find these great uh, potential hires, I mean, if we're looking for people that you know actually have a marketing career, um, have a little more experience, I would say, okay, well, you know, referrals is always number one, especially when it comes to marketing. My God, like if you have to go, you know, dig around uh, Indeed for resumes, um, typically, you know, you're not going to find, there's going to be a lot of noise. So just make sure, I mean, go out there, you know, Google the word forced hiring growth everywhere, and you can find out and, and use that tactic to, to laser target uh, the marketers that look really good to you. 
And then also, I mean, if you're looking for uh, executive assistance, just make sure your job ad is really solid. I know uh, Noah Kagan has a really good job ad that I recently used. If you just search for Noah Kagan job ad, um, you should be able to to find it and then um, you know deploy it for your own purposes. But it, you have to have a really solid process initially when you're hiring people. If any part of the process breaks, you're not doing your due diligence well enough, well, you're going to end up screwing yourself in the long term. So Neil, anything else to close it off with? If you have a product or a service that has a direct ROI and you know you can make a lot of money if the marketer performs, pay them a smaller salary and pay them a portion of their salary as a bonus or performance. So if they hit it, they can get more money or make more money. I found that to be really effective. So I like paying people smaller bases, but bigger incentive, bonus, performance-based plans so they can make more than what they wanted to. For example, if they came in and they wanted a $60,000 a year salary, I may say, all right, I'm going to give you 40000 or 45000 but you can make 30000 in bonuses, which can make up way more than the sixty that they wanted. Love it. I think that's a great place to stop this episode. If you guys have more topic ideas, if you have feedback for us, if you love us, you hate us, we want to hear your feedback. Let us know. We'll see you in tomorrow's episode of Marketing School. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School. Oh,